Welcome to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast. My name is Talea Dendi. I am a 10-year cancer thriver, cancer doula, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. This podcast is about sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who made it on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complimentary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Hello, and welcome to Navigating Cancer Together. I am your host, Talea Dendi. Today, our very special guest is Anne Hintz. When Anne was 19, she woke one morning to find her mother dead in her bathroom. 20 years later, the tears from that trauma were still just under the surface. Anne found a simple technique that helped her release these emotions, but she went further and can now put her awareness inside her body and has changed the bone structure of her skull and grown half an inch at age 55. Anne has found that seeking out our truth, what we truly feel, and accepting those feelings is the key to inner peace. Anne, thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Wonderful. So Anne, please tell us a little bit about your story and your quest for inner peace. Certainly. Yeah, I had a lot of trauma in childhood. That was the big event. But I also had two parents that were alcoholics. So I was used to holding myself back. I I walked on eggshells. I actually kind of stopped talking because anything I said was wrong. So I kind of I held myself back a lot. And after my mother died, I had no idea how to deal with those emotions. We just didn't talk about things like that. And her death kind of broke up the family. So we just never, I just never dealt with it. I didn't know how to do that. So I just suppressed it all. And so it wasn't until many years later when I was a stay-at-home mother with two young boys, there was kind of a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at school. And my mind just started spinning out of control. I would replay the same thoughts over and over again. And I couldn't sleep for days. And I, I recognized at that point, you know, this is not normal. Other people don't react this way. So that was my real kind of inkling that something was different. And I realized it must be something from childhood. So it was around that time frame that I went to a doctor. Um, He was a holistic doctor. And he asked me what my stress level was, because he recognized I was more stressed than I should be. Mm -hmm. And it was an eight out of 10. And then he asked me why. And I knew straight away because I could feel those tears still from two decades earlier that my mother's death was still living inside of me. The emotions were still just stored inside of me. So he used this technique with me. It's called emotional freedom technique, also called tapping because we're tapping on the body. And he used it with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment, being able to tell a story in my mind without the tears there anymore. And it felt like such a shift and something I'd been looking for. So I actually went home. I have an engineering background. I was a software engineer and I wanted to know that it wasn't just a one-time fluke. So 
I had a 17-year-old cat at home that needed daily saline shots. And I, I gave him the first shot and my hand was shaking so much that I wasn't going to be able to do this every day because it was just too stressful for me. So I thought this was a great test case. So I tapped. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat, my hand shaking and my memory around injections. So all the different aspects of that event that was happening. And the next day, the needle just slid right in and my hand was totally calm. There was no nervousness there at all. And it was such a big change from the day before that I recognized at that point that this was a really deceptively powerful technique. And that's when I started using it. And so, Anne, um, you just tapped one day and then the next day you were able to release a lot of that stress and tension. Um, well, in the moment, it, right, it actually happens in the moment of the tapping. So with my finding my mother, so working through that at the doctor's office, it was really just the surface layers. I did have to come back to it because the technique opens up the subconscious mind. So like the next day, I might actually have more memories of more details of what happened during the day. And maybe some more emotions would come to mind and then I would tap on those and that would then open up the next level. So what it's actually doing is to me, from my experience, which we'll talk about a little later, it's kind of opening up the inner wound of that memory and cleaning it out little by little. Wonderful. Thank you for explaining that. Okay. This sounds like a very powerful technique, Anne. So people diagnosed with cancer are often encouraged to be positive. And you believe that thinking positive does not work. What do you mean by that? And... Um, why do you say that? I know it's a little odd to say these days. <laughs> now, if you're naturally positive, right, if we naturally have positive thoughts, then that's fine. But if we're trying to think a positive thought, it means we're actually suppressing the thought that we're having. We're saying it's not okay to think that way. We're suppressing it. And then we're adding something else on top. And to me, this whole work has been actually finding what my real feeling is, my real truth is, and accepting it and letting it go. Because when you fully accept the thought or the feeling, it actually lets go energetically from the body. So that's that's the key is not suppressing. And, and sometimes we're so, we automatically suppress. So, you know, we're, we're taught not to hate in childhood, right? It's, it's not okay to hate someone. Well, if that's really what you're feeling, once you feel that hate and accept that hate, it actually leaves the body. Mm. But if we automatically say, oh, I'm not supposed to hate, so no, I really just dislike this person, then we suppressed it and we just don't realize what we're doing, but we're actually keeping that tension held in the body. I think that's a great point because... That is one thing that I share with the people that I work with, that all of your feelings are okay. And if you have those negative feelings, which I'm sure you will, that's perfectly fine. I just encourage people to try not to sit there too long and get stuck there too long. But like you said, work through and acknowledge those emotions. Um, and I, I just think that that's a great way to start the healing process. Yes, you're right. If we're sitting there mulling these negative thoughts, then that's the signal that we're emitting and we're attracting 
back into our future more of those feelings. So, but we but we can sit in those feelings and tap, right? If you're actually doing EFT or um, the other technique that I use, which is feeling your feelings, if you're actually letting that tension go out of the body, it's very different from sitting and mulling in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Anne, how can EFT really help people that have been diagnosed with cancer start to move forward in their cancer journey. And some people have a really hard time accepting that they've gotten this diagnosis. Is this something that EFT can help them with? Absolutely. It absolutely can help to release the tension in the body. But but the key is finding the truth, right? So if, mm-hmm. if you can find what it is you feel about getting that diagnosis, right? And I imagine there's fear in there, right? And there's also those words, I don't want this to be happening, right? Whatever the words that you're saying in your mind, those are the words that you would tap about, right? And allow the the tension from those words to dissipate out of the body. And there really is a physical connection between the, the thoughts and the words and the physical body, even though we don't necessarily realize that. But that's what my story has told me, undoubtedly, because I was able to get to put my awareness inside my body. So I know that there's the tension is stored there. And when we accept it, it will release. I believe that also. Thank you for explaining that in further detail. I think that that is so important. And many people miss that because... When you get a diagnosis or you're going through something tough in life, you just want it to be over. And most people think, well, what do I have to do just to make this go away? But there's more to that. There's a process that one should really go through to completely understand what is happening to them, why, and to heal from whatever else happens to be there. Yeah, and there were so many layers to those emotions Mm -hmm. and the words. And to begin with, there will be a lot of resistance, right? A lot of resistance to this happening to me. Why is it happening to me? So whatever words, right, if I would, if those were my thoughts, I would tap about those thoughts and let the energy go around those thoughts. And once those had gone, right, then you would come into more, specifics more detail and more memories right if we have memories inside of ourselves about people we know who've been through cancer and their experiences those also live inside of us so with EFT what you would do is you you would what I would do is I would write all those things down and then I would go through them one at a time and just tap through those memories and those experiences that we've had throughout life in regards to cancer. So because the word itself, right, the word cancer itself has emotion in all of us because we all got experiences around it. So even tapping using the word cancer would help release the energy inside the body that we stored around that word. I agree 100%. And I was going to ask you a question and you you answered it before I could ask. I was going to say, do you recommend writing these words down? And I love that you included that um, in your process, because I think it's so important to be able to go back, like you said, and reflect on those words. And in your journey, Anne, when you've written those words down, 
and you feel like you've um, tapped and you were able to release those words, have there been times when you've went back and they kind of reignited something again? Yes. So that's what I did. I started using EFT every day. So I started noticing when I was emotional and then I would tap about it. But I, I wanted more. I could tell my mind was becoming quiet. So I wanted more of that. I wanted more inner peace. So I did. I wrote down every emotional memory I had from childhood. And my mother did die of cancer. So I had that as well. And my dad did eventually as well. So I did. I wrote down all of those experiences and I tapped through all of them. I, I tapped for about an hour to an hour and a half every night until I had gone through them. So I was dedicated. <laughs> and so those I tapped through the layers. But as I said, it kind of opens up the subconscious mind. And then when some similar word or event would come up again, it would be a deeper level this time. Because the changes that happen, I absolutely believe are permanent. So even tapping for 15 minutes changes our signal right now. And then it changes our future because we're emitting a different signal. So any amount of tapping, I believe, is beneficial. But then you start attracting different thoughts into your world, different experiences into your world. And it's, it's really quite a fun process to go through. Yes, yes. And it's one where you can actually see your growth. And I'm sure that you, when you start to feel these positive changes, you're like, wow, I want to keep doing this to see what else I can improve. Was that kind of how it worked for you? Is that what helped you to become so dedicated is that you were seeing results right away? Absolutely. Yes. My mind became so quiet. I, I actually felt at one point that I was living in a different reality because my mind was so quiet and all the criticism, you know, I used to criticize myself. I used to judge other people. I used to be pretty negative and very reactionary. And I didn't want to be that way. So once I had gone through all my childhood traumas and released all that stored energy, I realized that the words that I had been using were my dad's words that I had been programmed with in childhood. And I just replayed them over and over. I didn't know they were his until they were gone from my mind. And then I could look back and see that, oh, yeah, those those were my dad's words. Wow, I can relate to that because sometimes we we hear these words that are spoken to us and they can be very hurtful and we just hang on to them. And it, it can become, like you said, a, a recording that just just goes on and on. But you have to be able to acknowledge that, you know, hey, I keep hearing these for a reason. What do I need to do with this? And so um, I think this is a great way to really address a lot of inner trauma and different past hurts and all of those things that we've been through so so we can move forward. Right. So in my understanding, the reason that those things are replaying is just so that we can release the energy around them. Right. There's no ab, no, you know, spiritual. Well, it is a spiritual reason. There's no there's nothing we have to learn from it. We just have to let the stored energy go. So I got to the place where I could catch that voice in my head, catch those words, and I would tap using those words because that is what's stored inside of me. So I would tap and just say those inner words out loud over and over again until the energy behind them had gone. 
and then they just disappeared out of my mind and, uh-huh. and it was amazing so that you know that's part of the reason I'm telling this story because I know back then I didn't know it could be any different so I want people to know it can be different and this is one way of doing it and Anne, you have mentioned the word energy several times. And I think that that's so important, too, for people to understand that there's energy in everything that we do, we say, and all of those things. So can you talk a little bit more about energy so that people um, really understand how that works? Yes, I've realized over the years <laughs> that emotions are simply stuck energy. The energy that we have suppressed into our body, we've pushed down into our body and it really just wants to leave. So all we need to do is actually focus on it and accept it and allow it to be there. And then it will express from the body. It will leave the body and then it's no longer in there affecting us. Because I think of it through the law of attraction. I think of us being this signal. Everything about us is this signal. It's our clothes. It's our gender. It's our hair. It's everything about us. But the biggest aspect of our signal is that tension held inside of us that we've not let go of over the years of our lives. And once we let go of that tension, then we attract different things back into our life. So to me, it's all energy. It's We just can't see it. It gets easier to see as you move along this path. It's, it's much easier to see how everything is energy. We're just replaying things over and over again with different people in different circumstances. But it's the same feeling complexes that we have experienced in our probably in our childhood. Thank you. Wonderful explanation for that. I want to go back to signal. Um, And I want to talk a little bit more how we can change our signals to attract different results. Because you mentioned, you know, how you were able to um, grow an inch, half an inch in height, half an inch in height, and like your skull structure changed. How were you able to do those things by changing your signal? So my story goes a little bit further than I've already shared. So I believe it's a progression of awareness. So as I tapped more and more, I became aware of my emotions. But then underneath every emotion is a set of physical sensations. So we use the word frustration. But that word underneath it, we we have tension that we're holding in our body, probably in the solar plexus, maybe in the jaw. There'll be different places. And we use that word. We use those words to say, I am frustrated. So, but, so we dissociate from those feelings inside of us and we use the words. So this process is reversing that. We, we don't need to use the word as much, but we can actually feel and notice where those physical sensations are. So that's what I started to do once I got to this place. I actually focused on the physical sensations themselves, held my attention on those sensations. And the same thing with EFT, once I... Once I allowed it to be there long enough, it would release. And then I would think the thought again, feel those sensations again and allow them to release. And I do that over and over again until the point where the words no longer have energy stored underneath them. They just, they're just words. And so at some point during that, I actually became able to keep my awareness inside my body 
And then it took a while, but I could get my awareness inside my head. And I recognized that I was releasing tension in there in the connective tissue because I could feel it release and hear it release. And it felt like old fabric ripping. And so, you know, I would just keep doing this because it felt good. It feels so good to release old stored tension. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could actually feel, sometimes feel the skull bones relaxing into a deeper state of relaxation than they had been in. And then, so eventually I got those x-rays taken just for orthodontic work. And I could see the changes over the years that were just caused by this deeper and deeper relaxation process. So my jaw was way off to the side and it's now much more centered. And my neck had scoliosis, have scoliosis. Um, my neck has released so much tension. So I think that's why I've grown half an inch because the tension is no longer that that was holding me out of alignment. I'm now more in alignment. So that's how I know that even at at the, the first level of using EFT, just tapping on emotions, I know that it's actually affecting the physical body and it's letting go of dis-ease in the body. So mental, emotional, and physical are all connected and they're connected to physical too. I mean, to spiritual as well. Yeah. Wow, that is so interesting. And I really love the videos that you've done on it as well, where you go into greater detail explaining, you know, how you were able to see these changes within yourself and not just emotional changes, but physical changes as well. So that really says a lot about this technique. And yeah. so, and so, Anne, I want to also talk about insight. You mentioned insight um, in your book. And I want to know how it's developed. And can you just share with us your thoughts on insight? Yeah, we tend to use that word these days in life as a way of kind of going into the mind or, or into the mind or into the spiritual world. But I believe the original meaning of the word insight is, is what I can do. It's actually inward sight or inside sight, right? I'm actually looking inside so I can sense light and darkness. I can sense tension or no tension. And that is, it's knowing yourself at a really deep level. And when we know ourselves at a deep level on the inside, we can actually see more of what's going around us on the outside, which is like what I was saying about energy. I can sense energy in other people. I can sense tension in other people because I can sense it in myself. And it adds more depth to life, right? Because I can feel things at a deeper level than I ever could before. My, my senses are, are better. I mean, food, some food just tastes sublime to me now. <laughs> and, you know, but there's other things too, right? My, my skull is now more in alignment. So my singing voice, not that I have a great singing voice, but I'm comparing to where I used to be. <laughs> I love singing to myself now because my skull has less tension, right? It's, 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 it's a, it's a hollow kind of <laughs> hollow bone structure, right? So if there's less tension in it, it actually vibrates at a different frequency and it sounds better. So there's so much more depth to life that we can have once we release this tension from our past and these emotions that we stored inside of us. I love that. Um, and I agree with you too. Like that word insight, it's a much bigger word than we 
typically give it credit for. But I, I agree that when you're able to really get to know yourself on a deeper level and you can feel other people's energy, you can, you can just have a better understanding of what's happening around you. I, I really love the way how you explain that word. Thank you. I want to go um, a little bit further into dis-ease. Let's talk about that for a minute. And um, please share your thoughts on that and dis-ease. Yes. So there's all these depths to it, right? So it's, it's, it's energy stored in the body. So now that I can sense on the inside, right, I'm sensing tension, which is in my mind, it is disease in the body. And, you know, when I first was able to put my awareness inside my skull, there was so much pain and tension in there that I could not believe that I had been living for 50 years with this tension, these forces pulling my skull out of alignment. I had no idea was there. So I, I now believe a lot of us um, probably not all of us, but a lot of us have this inattention that we have no awareness of until we do this really, really deep work. And to me, once we're aware of it, right, we're then and we can work with it, we can let it go, then we are letting go of this tension or dis-ease in the body. And we didn't know about it. Right? I went to an orthodontist years ago and he said, well, because you're having migraines, having migraines, he said, you, you must have a lot of tension in your jaw and your head. And I, I didn't agree with him. It's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but then once I put my awareness inside, oh, my goodness, there was so much tension in there. So that's the different levels of awareness. And to begin with, we don't want to know too much about how much tension we have inside yes. because it, it's too much for us to deal with. So as we go through this process, we're actually only shown the next level of where we need to go. So we're kind of drawn along this path of healing so that it's never too overwhelming. Wow. Yeah, because if I had known that, felt that pain and that tension early on, I could not have dealt with it. But by the time I got there, okay, I know what to do. I just need to focus on it, allow it to be, and it will release. And that's what it has done. Thank you for sharing that, Anne. For people who are interested in getting started with EFT, what do you recommend? I know you said like you kind of started just maybe doing 15 minutes once a day. What is what is your recommendation for people who are totally new to this? Well, learn the technique first and it's really easy to learn and it's free to learn. And there are thousands and thousands of videos online. <laughs> and as you said, I have one on my YouTube channel. The person who developed it was called Gary Craig. He actually lives in California and he gave it away for free and he was really good at it. And I recommend his videos first because a lot of the videos these days, they move to the positive and the power in EFT is working with the negative because that's what's stored in the body, right? I know that from being able to sense inside, it's just attention and underneath the tension, it's already light. The light is underneath the darkness. So EFT, we're just focusing on the negative. So just learn the technique, right? You can learn it in five minutes, 10 minutes. And then if you're willing to or try and catch yourself during the day when you're feeling emotional. Now, if you're going through cancer, I imagine the emotions are right there. 
Mm -hmm. So you could do it at any point. You could just start tapping and try it out. Try it out on one thought or one word and see what happens. And one of the great things about EFT is it actually provides feedback. So you know that it's working. So your voice might change or it will change over time. It will become less emotional. Maybe there will be tears. Maybe you'll yawn or burp or some people get really tired. So there's feedback. Your body provides feedback to know that you are releasing energy. So that's really nice. Yes. And then, you know, it depends how determined you are, right? If, if I was going through that, I would want to do as much as I could. So I would write down all those memories around cancer, all those traumatic um, memories from my life, but mainly my childhood. And I would work through them one each day. And you know, I can't. I couldn't really do more than an hour to an hour and a half. That was about the maximum I could do. And mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you could work up to that much, and it becomes easier to do as you do it more and more. And then you notice the changes, and then you want to keep the changes going. So, um, self fulfilling prophecy there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it's it sounds like a very technique, very easy technique to start, and. Is it something that it sounds like something you can kind of tailor to your needs and things like that? Or do you just recommend with sticking to a certain way of doing this technique? Well, there's certain points that we're tapping on. There's a set of specific points, which are the ends of meridian systems. So there's nine or 10. If you, There's a, a tense one that you can add, which is uh, kind of on the chest and <laughs> some people feel too uncomfortable to do that one so there's nine or ten points and we we use those points each time now the words will always be specific to you although there are a lot of scripts on videos out there yeah. but the problem with scripts is they're not your words they're not okay. your experience and we're trying to get through those neural pathways that we have stored tension in so scripts can be useful for people but I would always recommend trying to find your own words. And if you can't find the words, I recommend imagining that you've got a totally unconditionally loving friend and you're telling them the story. You're telling them exactly how you feel and just use those words. And But do them over and over again. Right? That's the key is doing it over and over again until the energy or the tension has gone. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to talk about your book. You are the author of A Pathway to Insight, Recapture Your Childhood Buzz. I love that. Tell us more about that, Anne. The book I wrote once I be able, became able to see insight. And I knew I had to write it then because I would forget the steps and all the intricacies and the weird things that happened along the way. And so that's what the book is. It's my understanding of the law of attraction and how we store these memories in childhood, how we get programmed in childhood. And then it goes through the steps, the EFT in detail, then feeling the feelings in detail, and then developing insight, which is actually the opening of the inner eye or the third eye. And yeah, so that's, that's the book. And it's for anyone who wants to do this work and or find out how I did it and maybe, maybe do it as well. Wonderful. And for the listeners, I will put the link 
to um, Anne is giving away the first part of the book or first couple pages or chapters of the book. And so I'll put the link in the show notes and you can go and check that out. And there was one thing that I found really interesting in the book intro. And it said, who am I that you should that you should listen to me? Please talk more about that. (laughs) (laughs) I just want people to know that I am no one special, right? I am just, just like you. I just had the determination to do this and anyone else can do this too if they're determined to make a change. I love that determination. That is so important in just about everything that we choose to pursue in life. You have to be determined. And I think being healthy, you have to be determined to continue on your health journey path. So thank you for explaining that. That really caught my eye. Thank you. And so, Anne, before we end today, I like to ask my guests these two questions. The first one is, what is something that you've learned in life that you would like to share with the audience? (laughs) I would like everyone to know how much power we have inside of us once we really do this work, because this is this is a power that I never knew was available to us. And I know that anyone can do it. Great advice. And and the second question is, what is next for you? I am all about sharing this message and I would like to travel the world and talk to audiences. And I would love actually to do question and answer with audiences, help people along the way with questions that they have. Wonderful. And I think that you would be really great and successful doing that. And the world needs to hear more about how you can help them get started on on this very good healing journey. So thank you for that. And on that note, Anne, if someone in the audience wants to learn more about you, they want to learn more about EFT, where can they find you? Well, certainly my YouTube channel has those videos and some other things in more detail as well. And I have a website, annehints.com, and I have a public Facebook page that I really like um, posting things on and interacting with. Wonderful. And I will share those links as well in the listen notes for people who are interested and and before we end today, is there anything else that you'd like to share? I would like to share because I do think this can change our current experience of what's happening in the world today. So I think we can recognize how emotional we are, right? If we become aware of how emotional we are, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not necessarily the journey we're on with the cancer, but, but it's everything that's happening in life during the day. So if we are really angry about some division that is happening, we can tap about that because that is something that we're feeling inside of us. So it's any of the emotions that we're experiencing throughout the day. When we let them go, we come to peace. And I think we can all come to peace if we do this inner work. Very powerful. And thank you for sharing that because peace, I think, is so underrated. Um, And it can really change your life when you're able to get to that place where you feel more peaceful and your surroundings are more peaceful. So thank you for for saying that, Anne. 
You're welcome. Well, I think of it like the law of attraction, right? So once we're in peace, once we're feeling peace, that's the signal that we're emitting and we're attracting more peace back to our future. I agree. Yes, so true. And it goes back to that word again, energy. Yes. And the saying that, you know, kind of what you put out is what you get back. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. there we go. That's the law of attraction. Yes, yes. All right. And it was such a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much for joining us and being a guest today. And before we end today, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. That is it for this Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you appreciate the show, drop a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For notes from the show, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. After you check out the show notes, head over to my gift shop and show yourself or someone special in your life some love with gifts of encouragement, hope, and positive affirmations. I would love it if you joined us for the next episode. Talk to you soon.